Our reading is from Luke chapter 1, and it's some words that Mary said uh, about what the amazing thing that was about to happen to her. She said this before Jesus had been born. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised to our ancestors. Marvellous. Now Rich is going to come and explain a bit about what those words are about for us. Morning everyone. Lovely to see you. My name is Rich. I'm the Youth and Families Minister at Holy Cross Church. And things are a little bit different for me this morning. I seem to have got things a bit wrong way around. My glasses are the wrong way around. My jacket is upside down. I'm just going to take that off. And even... Even my Bible's a bit upside down. Better just fix that as well. You know, Christmas is going to feel a bit different this year. Christmas is going to feel a little bit upside down. Just going to get my clicker that I've forgotten. Christmas is going to feel upside down. But you know what? I think normally Christmas is a little bit upside down. If I was organising Christmas... I wouldn't do the, uh, I wouldn't do it the way that we do it. Think about, um, Christmas treats. Normally, I think it's a general rule of life that when things are dead in your living room, you want to get rid of them. But for some reason, we spend a whole month getting ready by getting something that's dead, sticking it in the corner of the room, and then making it all look pretty and lovely, pretending that it's alive. It's a bit weird, isn't it? That's a bit upside down. Or what about Brussels sprouts? Brussels sprouts are such a weird thing. No one ever talks about sprouts for 11 months of the year. No one eats sprouts for 11 months of the year. And then suddenly they're the favourite thing. You've heard of your five a day. They're like our one a year. They're just a bit weird, isn't it? A bit upside down. But you know, the most upside down thing I think about Christmas is how God did the very first Christmas. We know the story. Mary's been told that she's going to give birth to the Saviour King. And after that, she sings. Imagine that. She didn't have to hum. She could sing. Do you remember those days when we could do that too? Mary sings. And this song of Mary is a celebration of the upside-downness of Christmas. Imagine you were organising the very first Christmas. Who would you have chosen to bring the Saviour King of the world uh, into the world? 
Who would you have chosen? Maybe someone famous, someone rich, someone clever, maybe a royal king or queen. I don't think we would have chosen ordinary Mary. It just seems a bit upside down. And Mary knows that. And so she sings in verse 46, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. Mary knows that she's just an ordinary teenage girl. Mary knows that she's just from Nazareth, a bit of a nothing place. And, and Mary knows that she isn't particularly special or impressive. And yet God has taken notice of her. She will be blessed by him. Everything seems a bit upside down. Mary sings, holy is his name. That word holy means that God is totally different from anything and anyone and he does things differently to the rest of us. And these upside down ways of God, they're not just for Mary, but for everyone. Mary sings, God has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones and lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but sent the rich away empty. We love playing top trumps in our house. Put your hand up if you like top trumps. Oh, good, a few of you. Brilliant. Uh, you know how we play top trumps. Top trumps is, is the game where you've got two, two players and, and you basically want the best cards. Um, and if your card is the winning card, then you take their card and you're trying to get all the cards. So let's just um, think we were playing top trumps. Let's imagine we were playing uh, Batman, Superman, DC, comic top trumps. Okay. Which would you want? Which cards would you want to have in your hand? Put your hand up if you'd, uh, put your left hand up if you'd want the Superman card, and the right hand up if you want the Penguin card. Left for Superman, right for Penguin. You can do this at home as well. Yeah, you're all chosen Superman. Okay, what if we were doing, um, farm animal top trumps? Which card would you want? Left hand for snail, right hand for horse. Which one would you want? I hope you can see the numbers, because that's the whole point. Yeah, you all want the horse. Good. What about this one? Roll dial top trumps. Would you want the BFG on the left or Augustus Gloop from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory on the right? I mean, you might win with one or two from Augustus, but which one would you want? Left for BFG, right for Augustus? We're going for, we're mainly going for BFG, aren't we? Okay. That's how our world works. Be stronger. Be faster, be braver, be cleverer, be better, be richer. That's winning. That's who we're told to be. But Mary knows that God doesn't do things that way. Mary knows God doesn't want the strong. He rescues the weak. And the rest of the story tells us that God continues to do things in an upside down way. Jesus, the Saviour King, is born in the most ordinary of ways. Not in a palace, 
but in a barn. Rather than being greeted by kings, his first visitors were a bunch of shepherds and pagan star worshippers. And as a grown man, this saviour king saves people by dying on a shameful wooden cross. The first Christmas and all of God's ways are just so upside down. And you know, that is really good news for us. Because the truth is, we are all like Mary. We are ordinary. And in so many ways, we are weak. Maybe you've been all too aware of that this year since the last Christmas. Maybe the news that we've just heard about how you have to spend Christmas is making you feel low and uncertain and lost. Maybe after this term or this year, you're just feeling battered and exhausted, fragile, empty. And maybe you're all too aware that the sin in your own heart means you're needy, helpless and weak. Mary's song says to us, that is a very good place to be. Because we are the very sort of people God shows mercy to. If I was organising the very first Christmas, I would have focused on the famous people, the rich people, the, the important people. I don't think I would have bothered thinking about people like you and me at all. How good then that God does things Upside down. Christmas is upside down. God doesn't want to, uh, God doesn't want the strong, but He rescues the weak. We're going to look now at how Mary felt about the fact that this is what God is like. Now, all this talk of Mary singing might have got us a little bit sad here in the building, at least, because of course we can't sing, can we? This Christmas, Churches will be filled with the sound of not singing. And that's a bit sad, isn't it? Instead, we have to use our face masks. And here's the thing about face masks. It's very hard when you're wearing them to tell what someone's thinking. I don't know if the children have noticed that when mummies or daddies wear them. You, you can't really see how they're feeling or thinking. You just have to lose, look at their eyes and their eyebrows. Did you know... We don't need to play use the eyebrows to work out what Mary's feeling. It's really obvious. But actually it is a little bit surprising. Even her responses are a bit upside down. I'm going to show you what they are. And you need to use the eyebrows to see if you can work it out. Okay, here's the first one. How was Mary feeling? Now what face did I practice? Okay, here we go. Joyful! Mary felt (laughs) joyful. She was full of joy. Uh, When Mary was told that she was going to give birth to the saviour king of the whole world, she didn't say, uh, what? Uh, Excuse me, I'm not sure I heard that right. What? No way. I can't. Not me. I'm too young. It's too scary. It's too big. Choose someone else, God. 
She didn't say that. That's what I expect. I'd expect her to say something like that. But her response is a bit upside down. Verse 40, uh, 47 and 40, 46 and 7. My soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. Mary is amazed that God would act to save her and would even use her to bring about her salvation. And so she is joyful. So much this Christmas uh, might worry us, scare us, confuse us, overwhelm us. But when we know that God is concerned for the weak and the sinful and the needy people like Mary and us, when we know what God has done for us by sending the Saviour King for us, well, there is still real joy, even amongst all the brokenness and confusion. Well, here's the second thing Mary felt. Again, we're going to use the eyebrows. See if you can work out what this was. The faces might be a bit similar. Mary was, this is a new word, wowful. Wowful. Uh, We might prefer, if we're a bit older, we might prefer the word humbled. Mary was humbled. She was wowful. When Mary was told that she was going to give birth to the saviour king of the whole world, she didn't say, cool, God must think really highly of me. I am just the girl for the job. Good choice, God. I can do it. Nor did she say, um, uh, nor did she ask loads of questions. God, why me? And what if? Uh, And I don't know about what happens if. Are you sure? I'd expect her to say something like that. But instead... Her response is a bit upside down. We're told back in verse 45 that Mary just believes what God says. And then she sings, verse 51, For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant, and he has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. Mary is wowed. She's blown away. She's humbled that God would choose and use her. And she simply accepts, accepts that God is God and that she is not and that his ways are his ways. You want to be the fastest, the strongest, the biggest, the cleverest, the richest, the top trump? Well, Mary knows God is not impressed with that. But when we humbly trust him, And say, wow God, who am I that you should send Jesus, the Saviour King, for me? But I'm so thankful that you did. When we respond like that, God loves it. God loves to bless people that respond in that way. So Mary's two responses. Joyful and wowful. Joyful and wowful. Now listen, we mustn't lift Mary up to a higher level than she has. She knows that like the rest of us, she needed a saviour. So Mary doesn't deserve our praise. 
But we can learn from her praise. And we might not be able to sing this Christmas. But there's a real sense in which we still can join in with Mary's song this Christmas. Christmas is a bit upside down. Yes, the trees and the sprouts. And definitely this year it will be. But especially the first Christmas. It's not anything like how I would have done it. But how wonderful God did do it the way he did it. He sends his saviour king to ordinary, weak, sinful folk like you and me. So be joyful and be wowful. Rejoice in and be humbled by the upside down God who does an upside down Christmas.